Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. Welcome back. This wonderful Monday morning, Hollow Cult. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us today. Uh, Kyle's got some interesting research on some germ warfare, which should be fucking dope. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, but I hope you all are having as good of a Monday as you possibly can. Because we all know that Mondays are the shits. Facts. Along with Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. But anyway, we got to get through all the business first so we can get into this episode. So check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. You'll find us there. Come and hang out with us. Be part of the Hollow Cult. Share weird stuff. Just be cool. It's Please. easy. Come and hang out. If you have a paranormal experience you'd like for us to feature on a future episode, Kyle's got a bunch of info you're going to want to take notes on. You can call or text the holophone, which is going to be 1618-556-0837. You can also write your story out or record it with like a voice memo app on your smartphone and then shoot that over to the email, which is going to be Podcast at gmail.com. You can also try to schedule an interview with us, which is holosguyinterviews at gmail.com and come on the show and talk about your crazy happenings. Yeah, we've got a bunch, uh, probably about a dozen that have been sent over already. We're in the process of trying to create a recording schedule because we have a bunch of other content creators that also want to work with us. So we're trying to get everything in the bag, keep the normal show rolling and you know, you know how it is. Yeah. A lot of crazy, crazy, on, crazy. It's going to be a good year. 2023 is going to be weird as fuck. Bro, let's hope so because these past six months have been extremely hard on us. Yeah. <laughs> They've been exceptionally hard. Metaphysical and it just, warfare. Like, like we were talking, it's just body shot after body shot after body shot. You're almost just waiting for that right hook head shot. Put you down. <laughs> Just a Mike Tyson banger to put you down. That's what it feels like. That's what uh, it feels like. like. To, if you like to support the show, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. First off, word of mouth. Spread the word of the hollow cult. Please. Post us on social media. Share the show. Tell all your friends. Um, Shout out to everybody that listens to us on the old Spotify. You guys have been doing work over there. Straight up. Boston. 5% shared globally. And... Most of it was from text messages. Right. Like hollow cult worldwide. It is awesome to see, to see it grow and grow and grow. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And I, I hope that here before long, you and me will be doing this full time. And then, man, I think that's when the floodgates are going to open. Like people think, people think that it's weird now that like we dip into some of the, lesser known things give us all day to look at stuff give us all day my head will explode you heard me when we were recording saturday looking through some of the files and shit that i found i, <laughs> I legitimately felt like fox Mulder. oh sitting yeah they're reading these 40 in uh reports of fucking meat showers and just oh yeah the greatest shit ever dude but, so cool it's it is so, so cool. cool. I'm so stoked you found all that because that's that's gonna make some awesome content. So and not to mention it's just gonna mind. be it's just gonna be amazing to sit there and and look at that because that like you said that that source material you were able to track down is basically like a lost a lost like lesson. You know what I mean? Like you don't they don't make it anymore. I found a copy for eighteen hundred bucks. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Because I am poor. But anyway, yeah, right. we, speaking of poor, this is a good lead-in. Speaking of poor, we also got a Patreon. <laughs> if you'd like to come over there and support the show, check out all the tiers, see if there's anything you're interested in. Um, we got a bunch of extra content over there. Uh, we do. We probably got pushing 40 extra episodes. It's almost a year's worth of hollow content for doing one a week. Um, I share all kinds of different shit over there. The declassified files, I find, and just... It's just a weird place to hang out. If you're weird, yeah. come on over. Uh, we got a Venmo if you'd like to throw us a monster, some change in our monster fun. We appreciate that and love all you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. You could also go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. 
when I find them, I'll shout them out like I'm going to do right now. This is from the Great White North from Canada, from our friend Ro- Robitnej, R-I-R-O-B-I-T-N-E-J-1. Hell yeah. I'm just going to say Rob. Rob <laughs> says five stars. I started listening to the Hollis guy a few months or a few months back. Quickly became my favorite to listen to while at work. These two dudes are funny and informative. Definitely worth a try for everyone. Three metal emojis. Oh, um, yeah. You're watching this on YouTube. Here's a metal emoji for you. Here's two. So, oh, there's three. Hell yeah. Shout out to the Canada Hollow Cult. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, so thanks, Rob, for taking the time to uh, leave us some kind words. We need them. All of them. Much appreciated. From there, we're going to jump right into our listener experience of the day. This is kind of cool because I've never had one from this particular country. So I apologize if I mispronounce your name. This is from our friend, Udi. Or Udi. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to pronounce it. Udi. Udi. Okay. Udi. Udi. Okay. Hi, I'm Udi from India. Many people here believe in spirits. And there are many rules on what to do and what not to do to offend them. Once we were passing by a forest and decided to stop and take lunch under a shade tree. My aunt put some food out under the tree. And when I, when I questioned what she was doing, she told me it was for the spirits. A few days after that, my mom was traveling. She stayed over at a school in a hilly area after her seminar. Around 12, one of their students started screaming and shouting. When they entered her room, it seemed like her eyes were filled with anger. She kept using different pronouns. My mother told the department head to call a doctor. A local maid there saw the whole situation, and I said, I don't, or, and they said, I don't think a doctor will be able to help. There's a local here who can do prayers. They called the doctor, but the risk was too, or they called the doctor as the risk was too high, but the doctor wasn't able to go near the girl as she violently kept protesting, fighting, and shouting curses. They took advice of the maid and looked for the man who could do these prayers. The man was about to leave for his home, but they got him before he managed to leave, luckily. As soon as the man entered the room, the girl calmed down. She sat quietly in a corner. The man did some chants and prayers over the girl, and soon enough, she seemed to calm down, but was clueless as to what had just happened. This is one of the many stories I've heard in my life. Because of the look of terror on my mother's face, I believe it. Or maybe perhaps she's just a good actor. Who knows? Well, Udi, thank you so much for taking the time to send us uh, this experience. It is awesome to hear from people all over the world that I would never, ever have had a chance to hear from if it weren't for this podcast and the outreach that you all have provided for us in this platform. Um, the It sounds like a possession. Yeah. A hundred percent. It is... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I am not familiar with the spiritual and metaphysical um, aspects of the Indian culture. So I'm wondering if it, if it is similar to like, like Christianity and Catholic possessions, you know what I mean? Like if the spirits are similar, if it's, if it's demons, if it's gin, if they all, if they all are under the same umbrella or how that works. But the fact that once the, uh, once the guy that lived in the area came and started to chant and pray for that, all this went away. Totally sounds like an exorcism. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, it, it sounds exactly like, and Christianity would be what we know, right? Like, like that's our, that's our, our bridge of the to the gap, so to speak. Not to say that our demonic possession and theirs is the same thing, but I feel like, like you said, it works in the same realm because they had a guy come pray over them and and were able to exercise whatever was in there. I also. Man, you weren't even you weren't even like two sentences in, and I was already captivated because it's like everybody knows that we we like we both really vibe like Native American lore and belief and practice, and just the like within the first two sentences of this submission, I had that same vibe. Like we 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 have we're getting ready to get some shit dropped onto us, and I also appreciate the cultures like the natives, like our friend here that still 
for lack of better words, like pay homage to the spiritual realm to the, you know, like, like, like he was saying, uh, there's set out food or whatever for the spirits. Like there, there's that level of acknowledgement there that still exists in a lot of cultures. And I find that, I find that fascinating and just amazing at the same time. Yeah. I, I have a, a lot of friends that, um, collect ancient American artifacts. And a lot of times they'll, they'll have a particular spot that's like, has some sort of connection to them. Like you, you get to the spot and it's almost like you feel it. Like, like you're, you're, you're okay with being there. Like, like they're, they're cool with you being at this spot. Right. And a lot of people, uh, will leave little tokens of appreciation, uh, to loose tobacco. They'll, they'll just set it under a rock or set it under some earth, you know, just kind of like you're almost like this, this place seems special to them. So you're letting me take part in this special place as well. So here's, here's our little, our little gift to you for giving to us, you know, that's, it's funny. It, that it you, reminded me of that. Yeah. It's funny that you use that word to that phrase. Cause that was the one I was searching for whenever you were reading it. That was where my brain went is, is the connection. There's still that connection to this, this belief, this lore, however you want to describe it. There's still that, that active connection. And like, one uh, like the only way that one of the only ways that I can kind of feel the same way, like and, and describe that connection, is when we were messing with Egress, because whenever it was done, when Egress stopped, like just left us on red, so to speak, I start. It, it was like I could literally feel the connection fading, and I'm just like, this is like the most bizarre feeling ever, because essentially to us, Egress isn't even real. It is, but you know what I mean? Like there, yeah, there we was have no, no idea what it is. Right. And then for whatever reason, in the following months that it, they, they excommunicated us. Like I felt like something was being taken away from me. It was the most bizarre feeling, Yeah, you know? And, but I, I love that, that word and that phrase, just connection. I, I think it, it, it just hits the nail right on the head. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's, I feel like it's positive. It can be positive and negative. Like yeah. the place, the place that I go to my favorite place in the world, it's just you, I get up there and I just feel so connected to the earth. I feel so connected to the past. Like there's something, uh, it's hard, it's hard to, to explain. Like if you, you pick up this tool that was manipulated by man, say 8,000 years ago, right? And you're the first human to touch it in 8,000 years. Like that is a, that is a profound connection that you have to a person that doesn't, that you don't, it doesn't even exist on your timeline. Right. The only, the only way that you two are connected is from this one static object. And it, it makes you feel at the same time, it makes you feel so connected. It also makes you feel so like tiny in the scheme of time in history like you're here for a flash and then you're gone right the only thing you have left is these these rocks you used to live with you know it's it's weird but it also made me think of when we were fucking around at uh uh cemetery x when when we got up there in that back corner of that cemetery, oh there's a hundred percent like a like a there was totally a vibe in that in that section there it was it was bizarre so yeah, I think I don't know. It's weird, right? But I, and I think I think like you were saying, your special place there. Uh, I, it almost makes you wonder, like, because back in the day, like you you hear that talk a lot too. The the connection with the earth, that connection with the the area, the I mean, because the people back then they picked quote unquote spiritual places, and I guarantee it was that same feeling, that feeling that they got when they were there. You know what I mean? And I feel like in today's world, that's where we kind of, we don't really have a whole lot of that anymore. No. And in, in the archeological context of the time period from the pieces that I have found at this specific spot, something kept people coming there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. I don't know what it is about the spot. I don't know if it was prime hunting ground. I don't, I don't know what it was, but the archeological context shows 
uh, artifacts everywhere from like 10,000, 8,000 to 10,000 BC, like mammoth hunters, all the way up to probably zero BC. So eight to 10,000 years that have kept That's people wild. in that spot. It's, That's it is wild, crazy. man. That's awesome. It's a crazy thing. But anyway, now that I've stepped off that soapbox 20 minutes later, everybody's going to be pissed we didn't get right to the meat of the subject. Eh, you get over it. Talk about the germs, Kyle. Let's talk about the germs. Let's talk about the germs. It, all this is basically in no, no specific order. I, I think in the, in the future, I'll eventually revisit this because I found some pretty interesting books. Uh, there was one on like Lyme disease and a couple other ones. But I ended up finding a few of these accounts. I even found a declassified document that basically admits to all of this shit. But like I said, no specific order. But I found that basically not only our government, but governments across the world have done this. Just tested germs, tested chemicals on unknowing amount, you know, populations. There was one that really like when you research this, you find this main one here. I see this, I saw this one pop up a lot. It happened uh, September 20th, 1950. There was a United States Navy ship that sat off the coast of San Francisco and it received its orders to begin the testing. They basically sat outside and they started using basically giant hoses and began spraying microbes into the fog. The purpose was to see how an attack would affect the estimated 800,000 residents in the city. During this exper experiment, the hospital staff in the area were taken back because I, they weren't, you know, obviously they weren't a part of this test. They weren't informed that this stuff was happening. So the hospital staff saw a, a jump in this extremely rare bacteria. And I'll probably destroy this name, but it's Seretia. S-E-R-R-A-T-I-A Marcusens, M-A-R-C-E-S-C-E-N-S. -E -E Anyways, they ended up publishing an article because so much of this has popped up in the medical journal. The man, there was a man that actually ended up dying from this bacteria because if I remember correctly, he was in getting prostate surgery or something like that. And the bacteria ended up getting inside him and making its way into his heart, which ended up killing him. This bacteria was, in fact, one of two that were used during this experiment in itself. The Navy tested, they sprayed this place for seven days with these microbes. And, and it, oddly enough, it, it only caused it. From what they know, from what we know, from what I was able to find, it's only caused about one death. But the test was part of a 20-year program spanning from 1949 to 1969. During this program, apparently over 239 tests were conducted. And that, that's just one of the many that it was outed, you know, because we don't know, just like with MK Ultra, a lot of MK Ultra's files were destroyed upon discovery of MK Ultra. Like once that broke, they started burning the fucking files. And it's yeah. just, dude, it's like reading, reading up on this stuff really gut checks you, you know? And, and one thing that, that made me want to look into this wasn't even, obviously our current times, which you could easily chalk up to a pot, the possibility of, however, do you remember back in the day? I don't, I can't remember what year it was, but whenever all them bath salts cases started popping up, everybody started eating everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was trying to find it. I wasn't able to stumble on it. Not to mention I've been crazy busy lately, but I remember in the, conspiracy back channels, there was talk that a lot of these outbreaks were within X amount of 
miles from CDC headquarters in these areas. Oh, that's weird. Like maybe somebody in those areas was starting to test things that's and then just ended up blaming it on bath salts. No, and I, rem- I, I remembered that and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to start looking into these, them testing. Cause another one, and I don't know, I don't remember if I get into it or not, but like your Lyme disease, I heard that it was made in Lyme, you know, the, a town called Lyme. And one of the main purposes was that they injected it into ticks to drop on the enemy. They were just going to drop millions of ticks across enemy lines. But I, I assume they thought Lyme disease was going to take down the enemy faster than what Lyme disease actually does. And then as we, they I mean, they didn't weaponize it enough. Right, exactly. And then, on, you know, now you look at it, look at the repercussions from that. Because like, it's like super smart people like that don't think very well. And I know that sounds dumb, but a lot of people... I, th- I feel like a lot of really smart people are just like, well, in the name of science, fuck it. Let's just go full send and see what happens. And then you're like, oh, well, what if them ticks obviously spread across the entire planet and then just start wreaking havoc? Yeah. Like if you, if you get Lyme disease, you have it forever, right? There's, I believe I don't so. think there's a cure once it gets to a certain point. I think, like, yeah, I think if you catch it really early, you can treat it, but if you don't, yeah, it, from what I understand, it's pretty devastating on, on people. I'm looking up like I always do whenever you bring a a topic, I'm looking up this bacteria, right? This serratia Mark Sesson's bacteria Mm -hmm. that they, they used it to emulate an anthrax attack. Right. To see how it would spread. And it said the one that they released off the coast of San Francisco uh, showed exposure to almost all of the city's 800,000 residents in 1950. Yeah. Almost everyone there had been exposed to it. And they said, had it been um, anthrax, it would have been widespread casualties. They also said that they released it into the air handling system at the Pentagon. Oh, that's and lovely. It, it spread completely throughout the structure. But once again, I mean, they basically did the same thing during MK Ultra. You know, they tested it on themselves, essentially. Yep. And and here, here close to home, I'm reading this from PBS.org, The American Experience, the St. Joe program and large area concept. Uh, something about the field text test in response to the Air Force request in 1953, Chemical Corps created the St. Joe program. And operatives staged mocked anthrax attacks on St. Louis, Minneapolis, and Winnipeg. The bacteria were released yep. from generators placed on top of cars, and local <laughs> governments were told that they were invisible smoke screens that were being deployed to mask the city on enemy radar. Yeah. So they just uh, drove around the city with visible, like visible emissions of this shit. Yes. They're like, don't worry about it. Bro, I, re- I don't know. I don't remember if I wrote it down or not. I should have if I didn't. But anyways, uh, no, right here. Yeah. So in Minneapolis. Reports yeah. are found where I they bet. actually spread chemicals through a school. They put it through a school and they could literally see the fog in the school. And I believe with that, was that the same place you just talked about or is it two completely different locations? Uh, this didn't say anything. It is Minneapolis. Is it? Yeah. Maybe it was because I, I did read where, like one excuse that he used was, and it might've been, it is relatively similar to what you were saying, but they said they were trying to mask the city to disguise it from an, in case of nuclear attack. Yeah. I'm assuming it's probably the same thing. They yeah. said just disguise it from, uh, radars, but they said after they did the cars, the next stage was to increase dispersal patterns, dispensing the particles from airplanes to find out yeah. how wide they would affect. They yeah, said they put you said uh, I, I didn't know about the car one but they put them they also set up machines on city rooftops and just to, in normal area random intersections throughout the city it's so fucked it's they said crazy. they found they found particles 1200 miles away yeah that's, yeah that's and they would big time they used to take they charter planes from canada 
and fly it across the Midwest. St. Louis was included, you know, just fly it across the Midwest and, and basically a chemtrail. Everybody just put shit everywhere. Um, and those okay. are the things that we know about. Yeah. Stop me. If I'm, if I'm cutting your grass again, no, you're good. You're good. The, the light bulbs. Did you hear the one about the light bulbs in, yeah. In New York. Yeah. 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 That yeah. we're getting right. there. Okay. But, uh, cause I, th- I thought this was similar because it was talking about the, the guy that just passed away that you had talked about. He's, he's also at the end of this. So I thought maybe it came before that, but right. Yeah, that's, that's so fucked up. Yeah. And actually, uh, in in 2012 there was a sociology professor at st louis community college who put a report out suggesting that people in low-income areas who have been exposed to this they use zinc uh cadmium sulfide and they they saying that these people would get cancer from it so a lot of them suffered cancer and then not to mention, you know, I know that it's not a hundred percent related to this, but then you look at the Tuskegee experiments, you know, when they, they just let African-American people get injected with fucking syphilis and they just told them they had bad blood. They're like, Oh, you got bad blood. And then they just, they literally infected them with syphilis and then watched them as they died from syphilis and did nothing to stop it. They just kept coming up with excuses. Oh, you got this. Oh, it's that. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Just to see what would happen. Just to see what would happen. So fucked. It's fucking terrible. So fucked. It's absolutely terrible. And that's why in like, you hear, you hear it a lot in in the African-American communities where they'll come out with vaccines or, or stuff like that, and th- people are like, "No, I'm good, I'm good." Yeah, well, like why Which would I don't they? fucking blame them. Why would you trust them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I read about it, and I'm just, I'm like, yeah, fuck all this. I'm not trying to do that stuff. That's crazy. And it's just, you know, it's one of them things. Like I said, and like some of their excuses was just crazy. They they used the excuse in Congress and stuff like, "Hey, we need to test these out." theoretically to see if it can be done to us. So we need to see how it's going to affect the air. It's that'd be like saying, Hey, we're just going to drop a nuclear warhead on St. Louis to see what would happen if they dropped it on uh, New York. How, like how fucked is that? They said they, they dispersed the zinc cadmium sulfide by plane over St. Louis and Minneapolis. These cities were chosen because they were most similar to Soviet targets, such as Moscow in terms of terrain, weather, and population. So That's instead weird. of just, instead of dropping it on the enemy, yeah, we're going to test it. Test it on our people first. First. That way everybody gets cancer. I wonder if, no, because back then St. Louis would have been a pretty booming city. Right, because I think back in the fifties and stuff, St. Louis was a pretty decent city. Yeah, if I remember correctly, like it, it should have had a lot of industry and stuff at the time. It could be wrong, but either way, still fucked. No matter which way you look at it, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's. This it is sociology professor Lisa uh, Martino Taylor claimed there was a spike in cancer rates that could be connected back to the chemicals which she alleges were radioactive. Not surprising. Let's just see what happens. That's fucked up. Dude, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And like you were saying, uh, another test that they decided to do was they put light bulbs full of bacteria on the tracks in New York subway systems. Just right. So, yeah. So these light, they would, these light bulbs would break on the track, housing fucking trillions of bacteria within them. The bacteria would get pulled to the air as the train leaves, which would spread across the entire city, exposing millions of people. There they was every, every time ahead. a subway would come through, a train would come through. It was just new circulation yeah. of those particles. Yeah. Just fucking slinging them out. There was a, an army scientist, Charles Sincini. He testified in 1975 that one of these light bulbs broken at 14th Street 
would easily spread bacteria all the way up to 58th Street. It's fucking crazy, man. So stupid, Absolutely so crazy. Stupid. I, so stupid. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't, I just don't. I mean, on one hand, yeah, you do understand to the degree of well, how bad, basically how bad is fallout going to be if we are to be attacked with biological weapons? How bad is the fallout going to be? But at the same time, you don't fucking find bacteria and then dump it all over the city, which also begs the question, how do they test? Like, okay, let's, let's put ourselves in this New York subway situation. We break the light bulb on the track. How do we test that fallout? How do we test how far that bacteria has made it? Are, are they able to just test the air quality? I think so. Okay. That, that one that went 1,200 miles, they were talking about particulates in the air. Okay. They found them 1,200 miles away. Because I was like, it made me wonder if they had to actually test humans for that. And then it would beg the question, well, what, what ploy did they use to entice people to come into, or, and, or maybe they were confiscating um, lab work or something like that, you know? Kind of double testing it. Anything, you know, really, depending on how they test it. Right. They said they said that other bacteria that was released. There was two kinds. There was that serratia marcescens, and then there was this other one that was in the light bulbs. It's called Bacillus globigii. Globigii. I'm probably mispronouncing it because I'm not an expert. But at the time, they were thought to be safe. But this this right. one that was in the light bulbs is now listed as a past pathogen that causes food poisoning and makes or can hurt anyone that's obsessed that's susceptible with a weak immune system. So we talked about like eleven people were hospitalized with bacterial infections and then one of them pa- passed away. Which I mean a week later. Sounds ironically similar to our current predicament. So fucked. You know what else is? Abs- I found this fucking crazy. So th- these are just like those were just three, three or four, five of the rumored tests, right? Well, ironically enough, ironically enough, during the exact same time, the Europe was testing the exact same type of tests on their population. So that would suggest, I mean, a lot of this was during your Cold War and stuff like that, but that would obviously suggest that Europe and America were fucking talking and they were like, yeah, well, it's definitely. So it's not like, you know, because a lot of people would look at that and just be like, no, here's what we needed. Like, we need to solely blame the United States for this. And in hindsight, the way I look at it is, oh, no, 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 no. Like, all these motherfuckers are in, in cahoots with each other. They're all experimenting on everybody. It's not just one country being an idiot. It's all these people being idiots. Even if it was, you know, okay, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, which still doesn't make it any better. But let's just say America started at first, and then the, the people over in Europe were like, oh, those crazy Americans are testing this stuff. We we need that information too. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and start testing on our people. Dude, it's the goddamn. The more I look into it, the more fucked it is. It's insane, dude. As if it like like you like you said about Tuskegee, as if it wasn't like unethical enough to test this shit on unknowing people. The fact that they would they would like race target is even worse. Like that's even more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I'm looking, looking at this in 1951 tests were carried out, the, out at the Norfolk Naval Supply Center in Virginia, a massive base that equips the U S Navy fungal spores were dispersed to see how they would infect workers unpacking crates there. Most of these workers were African-Americans. The yep. scientists wanted to test the theory to see if they were more susceptible to fungal disease than Caucasians. Like and why, that, like why does that fucking matter? Bro, that's like, 
in my opinion, that that's what science does. That's science, right? That because to me, that's no different than a scientist. Like when we when we talk about CERN, I mean, it's obviously different because it's, it's dealing with the people. But in this parallel, when we're dealing with CERN, and they they theorize that okay, well, we could fire CERN up right now, and we could create a black hole and it destroy everyone on this planet. And the scientists are still like full send worth it. Boop. Like, I feel like that it's, it's in the same realm because I think, I feel like a lot of people who get obsessed with their work like that, they don't care what the repercussions are or, or they're just so curious. Like what are the repercussions to, is there a difference between uh, Asian immunity versus Caucasian immunity in between Spanish immunity or are we all just the same? Well, there's only one way to find out. So let's just go ahead and start testing this on everybody that we can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only reason to do that is to target specific ethical backgrounds. Yes. You know what I mean? Like why, why else? hundred percent. Well, I, I don't remember who it was. I, I might've been listening on Rogan. Ethical. <laughs> I might've been listening on Rogan or somewhere. But I was listening how they are, I believe it's the Chinese. I could be wrong, but I believe that they are working on, I don't know, it'd be a biological weapon or maybe even a chemical weapon. But either way, they are figuring out how to specifically target like markers in people's DNA. So they could, they could release, they could release a biological weapon in the atmosphere over the United States. And let's just say it's, it's only designed to kill white men with brown hair. In theory, that's possible now. How fucking terrifying is that? That is utterly terrifying because I mean, Realistically, you could disguise it as a flu, but it only kills this person. Even, even more than that, like if they if they can break it down that specifically, they could pick out genomes that are specific to one person, like like <laughs> precisely your specific DNA, yep. and knock you the fuck out. So I'd be like, oh, he he probably just had a heart attack. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. Oops. And yeah, I mean, and like you said, if they're that advanced. Why wouldn't they be able to to trigger a heart attack? Trigger? Oh, I'm sure they. Uh, I'm sure they you know what I mean? Like trigger? I don't know if it's possible, but maybe trigger blood clots, uh, aneurysm. I, you know who? Everything. Yeah, who knows? Right? Because the, they the Chinese worked on uh, CRISPR, and supposedly you can just edit genes now. Look, I mean, look at the the Havana syndrome. Like that, right? How how does that specifically target people like that work in the U.S. embassy? That's a good point. Not, not everybody around you, not yeah. everybody around. I never thought which, about that. Which I'm I'm probably eventually going to do an episode on, but trying to find information on it is, whew. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. Just like to sit and think about it because the the powers to be. You know, they're not saying it's the way it should be, but they're kind of put in charge of our safety and well-being. And the fact that they will blatantly disregard that for their curiosity in which they will mask with this whole national security or like it's for the betterment of the good. You know, fuck that. You know what? My family needs me, asshole. And no, the, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sacrifice anybody. For this bullshit and I, the bottom line is when it comes to like like them them causing the cancer and shit like yeah we as human beings are worth so much more to the powers that be when we're fucking sick oh facts so much more because if if you have terminal cancer you're gonna throw every dime you have to not die yeah. If you have a child with terminal cancer, 
you're going to sell everything you own to try to get the care to the best cure, care, the best yeah, care to, to cure your kid and save them. Oh yeah. So if you're telling question. me, if you're telling me that if, that if they have a cure for cancer, that yeah. they're, that, that it's not on a shelf somewhere put away because pharma's fucking hand on hand over fist and all this fucking money in you're out of touch. Oh yeah. I agree hundred percent. And that episode will come eventually too, because this, this is also kind of re-sparked that conversation in my head of how many people have found cures to a lot of these diseases, whether it's cancer or AIDS, HIV, those, those have basically been cured as far as I'm aware. It's, it's everything. It's anything that takes away from the bottom dollar of big companies. Yep. The, the the fucking water powered engines and shit you hear that all the yep. time the the people absolutely. get knocked off and they're absolutely um, what's the, word and I'm the, for? the research is taken or destroyed yeah yeah the patents every the time. patents are gone weird yeah, every weird. time yeah it's funny how that works and like you said and then if you think at the grand scale not only has, well it's been happening the the past three years but if you if you go down that grand scale that essentially means that in my opinion that one person or even corporations could take over the entire planet with something as easy as a biological agent you know what i mean all it takes is that one well-planned because you could have any country you know you pick one you could antarctica i know there's not a population but it's just less drama you pay, if there's a population on Antarctica and they're just, you know what, we're going to, we're going to control the global market. Fuck this. I'm just going to, I'm going to release an illness that makes people sick for a while. And then it basically just festers and evolves. And then it just starts off and everybody, just creating, like we were talking the other day, creating that, that vulnerable class, like every time it evolves, there's a, there's a vulnerable class and that class gets clipped. Knocks them off. It gets clipped. The, like the only sick, like I said before, sick people are worth worth so much more than dead people. Oh, facts. So, killing killing everybody off is not good for the bottom dollar. No, absolutely not. Kill off all of your fucking working class, and everybody who keeps the fucking shitty, dirty, greasy cogs of this whole goddamn world rolling, because then there's nobody to do it. Right. And then there, there's one thing that sells better than anything. And that's fear. Fear. It will make people do insane speaking things. Of, speaking of carcinogens here. <laughs> <laughs> circling, circling all, back around. We're all good for that. <laughs> we're all good for that. But I did find, uh, another one from the Soviets. Pretty fucking interesting. And man, as much as I love some of the Russian stuff i fucking hate the way they pronounce things and spell things because it is so hard for me to read it is insane man i love i love the way they they sound when they talk i think it's awesome but bro oh, i can't shit. read That's this not shit the direction i thought i was going i thought you were I, gonna be like i hate that they're almost gonna nuke us right now <laughs> but no the, if they could just spell oh, shit right that'd be fucking great man so there was this this site right it was Arlisk seven A R A L S K dash seven on the not even gonna fucking attempt it, but I'll spell it V O Z R O Z H D E N I Y A. We'll just call it V Island. V Island. Copy that. So there was this secret military place or base, and this place it, it was like the, it wasn't marked anywhere. It was not on any maps, wasn't marked anywhere. This place was used to manufacture anthrax, smallpox, um, the plague. They made Tolermaria, Tolermaria. I can't read this. Uh, Typhus was another one that they messed with there, but 
so during this time at this base, they're making all these exotic diseases and basically biological weapons. And one of the, one of the main things they focused on was anthrax. They were just mass producing anthrax. And apparently anthrax is a bad bitch. And not only that it will murk you, but it'll survive almost every single thing you throw at it. It'll survive for hundreds of years buried. But, but what the Soviets did with all this anthrax, because I guess they had it in these big vats and it started leaking in it. Cause they, they weren't producing it on this Island. In they Russia, produ- anthrax finds you, <laughs> bro. They were they were mass producing it. Like, let's just say it's in a small town or a, a village or whatever. So they're 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 mass producing it there. It starts to leak. So they're like, all right, we got to get rid of this shit because people are getting sick and dying. So they take it to this island, and then on this island, they've got big old pits, and they just dumped all the anthrax into the pits dude Hell yeah. and they thought they thought they were going to kill it because they started like mixing like the the baddest bleach they could get <laughs> they just started dumping it on the anthrax right okay, we'll just bleach it it'll be bro fine. yeah they thought they were just going to bleach it out of existence so they pour in these giant fats and of course, what's going to happen over time, even if you have, it doesn't matter if it's in a, a metal container or a concrete container, it's going to start leaking out. So you have that. And then you have, apparently on this island, they have, they had, well, they had uh, pits of infected animal corpses on marked graves of people that they tested on. All, all of, they had open air tests at this facility and essentially like so picture just like a string of islands anywhere in the world and it's just green and lush and green and lush and then there's this one fucking island in the middle of all of it that's just barren wasteland now just just murder island it's dude the island is completely devoid of all life now because all these exotic diseases are just harbored in this one spot why in the fuck back then was the best solution like even like we're we're notorious about it like radioactive material let's just fucking bury it bury it let's just put it in the ground it'll be bury fine it. and then now it's in fucking drinking water and fucking yep. camp lejeune and everything else like you see it all over the television we'll just bury it out of sight out of mind folks dude fucking. they they said this island literally, literally looks like a desert now because it's just devoid like they they Check said that out. there were they would they witnessed like a whole herd of animals just basically fall over and die. Yeah. Uh probably had fucking super gonorrhea or some shit. (laughs) Giant schools of fish getting washed up, just all fucking toasted. Oh man. Why not? It's just it's so irresponsible. Like that's that's like the most condescending way I could put it to. It's just irresponsible. Like yeah, why? Just do better. Why? Just do better. Right? Fucking and everyone. It's, it's no different than like like how okay, here's a question. How do you personally feel about like gain of function testing? Say that say that all again now. How like how do you feel about gain of function testing? Like testing and creating diseases to be more potent like they like they openly do oh, that's a terrible idea world. that okay that's kind of where i'm at like that's like, an awful well, idea why are we doing this like i heard like somewhere in the uk fucking just was fucking fucking with the uh covid virus and made it like eight times more oh, lethal cool. why why would you do that that's genius why why like i can understand like it's i already not, set the I whole can't... world in, in an uproar yeah and now, now you're just like, you know what? We're gonna crank this bitch up to eight and see what happens. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Like we I are not even, a species I, that's meant to survive. No. I will die on that hill. Instead of like, like, okay, we've we've probably we've, literally we've found. Yeah, it's like all right. So we got we got one group over here working on a way to get rid of this virus. Well, you over here 
let's see how bad we can make it oh steve just in case steve's almost steve's almost got to cure for this let's throw him a curveball yeah let's 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 add something else to it (laughs) can we make it to where you just crack and bleed out of every orifice of your body. Can you oh, guys yeah, do that for us? Yeah, yeah, let's get that one in the tank just in case. Right. And we can test, you know, if that if it if it gets that way on its own. That's, in that's nature, the bonus round. Whatever, you... whatever Steve's trying to cure it, and then all of a sudden they're just waiting over there, like, watch this, watch yeah. this, and then all of a sudden Steve's patient starts cracking and bleeding. And you're like, fuck, yeah. I didn't plan for this. His head fucking sprouts another head and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did find another one here that I'm gonna gonna go into if you don't have any left. No, go for it. Oh, this is a good one. So, as well as open air testing, this is on the conversation.com. As well as open air testing, the US military has a record of weaponizing infected insects. Yeah. In nineteen fifty-four, for example, scientists carried out what is hands down the best ops name ever. Operation Big Itch. Fuck. Where they tested. The test was designed to find out if fleas could be loaded into bombs, which they could. (laughs) And the test happened just a few years after the Soviets accused the U.S. of dropping canisters full of insects infected with cholera and the plague on Korea and China during the Korean War. This is something the U.S. military denies as a disinformation campaign from the Soviets, but I did find... Uh, some declassified documents on old Operation Big Itch here, which we'll jump into on the Patreon. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I, I have a, a document too, declassified, and it's basically like it's super long. I was going to read it, but we're probably nearing an hour at the time now. But I got I to gotta come to the Patreon if you want the Big Itch. Oh, bro. It, like the army. Nothing a little cream won't clear up. <laughs> the Like it, it's here in in congress and shit where the army planned to build a, a 1.4 million dollar bioweapons test lab that will conduct secret research on substantial substantial volumes of toxic biological arsenal agents that was in yeah. like this is in congress and shit and oh, it's yeah. here in a declassified document i mean tons of just where the the senators and stuff are talking about it they're you know they're they here's they conducted uh secret experiments in utah at at dugway or under contract with dugway in involving large-scale field testing of some of the most infectious and toxic biological warfare agents including uh weird rocky mountain spotted fever plague some other ones that i can't pronounce but, but how crazy is that? I, I just read a fucking thing on the good old propaganda machine Facebook that there's some sort of a strep outbreak in the UK, which is pushing scarlet fever in children over there. Like they said, normally like that's uh, low 150 to 200 kids get scarlet fever a year this year already with what two months left to go there's already almost 900 cases so it spiked it almost 10 times bro check this out this is in that declassified document weird the army was fully aware that the diseases might spread outside the test zones to populated areas one contract states it will not be possible to prescribe safety parameters to preclude the spread of diseases to livestock or humans Another calls for analysis of morbidity surveillance data regarding geographical spread beyond focal areas and or the Dugway Proving Ground geographic limits. Whoops. (laughs) Oops. How now imagine that imagine being a fly on the wall. You, You somehow overhear this conversation in Congress and they're all sitting around like seriously talking about this that there isn't one person going it's what the fuck did you just say you you're gonna like not only are you gonna test some of the most hellacious biological bullshit on the planet but you're also acknowledging 
that it, it's going to get out. There's no stopping that. No. It, it's going to get out, and L- you, listen, there's nothing you can do about it. Listen to who you're talking about here. You're talking about the oh, heads of state in the U.S. Man. Those motherfuckers didn't hear anything, but how big of a check is Johnson & right. Johnson going to cut us this year? Right. Because the more Dude. we test, the more they can fucking use it to try to fucking push all this other shit. That to me it's just crazy, dude. Like it, money talks, life walks, bud. Yeah, well they don't give a fuck. People need to fucking grow up and do better because this is insane. <laughs> yeah, that Look that do whole, better. Uh, those first few that you were talking about is called Project One Twelve. And they this I'm reading right here on the G GAO.gov, the Government Accountability Office, say even as far as in 2005, they were still trying to track down people who had been potentially exposed and or had died Jesus. from these tests. From these tests. And it says as of February 28, so what, were they trying to pay them all under the table? I don't know. The Department of Defense reported that it is believed to have exhausted all reasonable sources of information to identify Project 112 military participants, although it remains open to the receipt of relevant additional documentation from veterans for the purposes to certify them as participants. So I'm imagining there's probably some sort of fucking lawsuit or... Most likely. Yeah, because it said military personnel were exposed. I mean, they they put that shit through the fucking Pentagon. <laughs> They put it in the goddamn air conditioning unit in the Pentagon. That's so crazy to me. I'm like, we're just going to... Oh, yeah. So crazy Workman comps claims. That's so crazy. And that, that's but another let thing. Let it be on. noted that the statute of limitations for filing these compensation claims related to Project 112 has long passed as of 2005. Oh, well, of so course. if you have cancer... Sorry about you. Sucks. Yeah, you should have reported it in 2004. Pay up. Suckers. Signed. U.S. government. But it brings me to my final point here, because we, if not, we're just going to keep going. But <laughs> I, you brought up fleas earlier. And like, like when you said fleas, I was like, yeah, okay, good luck keeping every, like if you had a giant vat full of fleas and you infected them with the Black Plague, like my, my number one response is going to be, good luck not letting any of them fleas escape. Good luck. Impossible. They're going to get out. Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, then you, then you, if you step back, you're like, well, wait a minute. Germs are way the fuck smaller than a flea. So if you can't keep fleas in check, how are you going to keep the things that you can't even see in check? Look at fucking West Nile virus. Look at Zika. Right. Fucking mosquitoes. What are everywhere mosquitoes all the time. It's warm. Like yeah, there, and then, there is a better show me a better insect to weaponize. Oh yeah. A mosquito for sure. Like there are a million times more potent than ticks yeah, because like fleas. you said, mosquitoes are literally everywhere. I can't even go outside to grill without fighting. It could, it could be like 36 fucking degrees outside and I'm still fighting mosquitoes. Oh, I know. It's insane. And I, th- I believe at one point, weren't they talking about putting quote unquote vaccines inside mosquitoes and just letting them run? Would it shock you? No. They can put viruses in there. They sure fucking put vaccines in there. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't be a vaccine. Fucking nerds. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Fucking better. That's where I'm at. Do better. So, yeah, we're probably going to. When Kyle wraps this up, we're going to jump over to the Patreon and and probably read some declassified files that have been posted over there. We're going to get into the big itch. That should be fucking... Those are words I never thought I'd say. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, that'll be about it. I'm on on a time frame tonight, so you got to try and turn and burn. Good conversation. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We were all over the place on that one. Hey, that's fine. That's That's what we do. That's what happens when we're on Zoom. We're not like in proximity to one another to keep each other in check. So we right. just fly. <laughs> all right, Hollow Fam, Hollow Cult. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Check us out at all our socials Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Come and hang out with us. 
Until we meet again next Monday, stay safe, stay weird, and if you got the big itch, blame it on the government.